Welcome to Rain City Supercars. I'm Nick. Hey, wait a minute. You're not Dan. I am not Dan. I am Jason. I have the the luxury, the opportunity to step in for Dan while he's on assignment in, where is he, the UK? Where is he right now? Ireland. Uzbe Ireland. Uzbekistan. So they, where they should send him or what they, where, you know. He is. Who knows? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, uh, I had an opportunity to chat with Dan really quick before um, uh, before the show just to see how he's doing. And, um, and it was funny because he was talking about how of all the shows you guys have done, what is it, over 100 now? No, yeah. we're, no, we're, I mean, God, no, we're not that high. You have a lot of, a lot of shows, but we have a lot of shows, but yes. he never has the opportunity to talk about himself. No, he and doesn't. It, you know. And it makes him sad. <laughs> and actually it was funny because I could hear the crackling in his voice over the phone. And I thought to myself, you know what, what would you like people to know about you, Dan? And Dan was like, you know what? Let me give you some things that really mean a lot to me. And if you get an opportunity, maybe my, listler, my listeners would like to hear. And so I thought, you know, let me just start off with a quick, fun Dan fact. Oh, Dan fact. Yeah. And then, we'll, then let's introduce our amazing guest. Okay. So a uh, quick fun fact on Dan. Um, Dan is a collector of uh, little Russian nesting dolls. Nesting dolls. He's got a whole collection of those strewn about his little apartment. He, do, he does have he's – he's an interesting collector. I mean, it's, it's balls of string, nesting mm -hmm. dolls, things like that. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I appreciate you doing the research, coming in as a, as a, as a guest host and, and really, you know, enveloping the person you're taking over. I really appreciate Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I've got a whole bunch of fun facts The fact facts that you're dressed Dan. like Dan is a little weird. But yeah, I mean, well, you know. you know what? I do my best to look like him. It's, sure. um, it's not easy, you know, looking that beautiful. So, um, you know, what? I want to introduce amazing guests that we have. Well, we got to get to one thing first. Oh. The, you know, Rain City Supercars is brought to you, as always, by Rainier Beer, Hegarty Classic Car Insurance, and we're broadcasting live every Monday um, at Drivers Club. And we, as, as you have been hearing from the last few episodes, we have our new sponsor, Avance, and you will hear from Adam at Avance a little bit later in the episode. So, yeah, we got we got we got to pay the bills first, That's and then good. we'll get to our wonderful guests. Paying the bills is very important. Absolutely. Are the, are the bills paid? Um, I think they should be, but <laughs> I mean, there's there's a few things. You, you don't mind if I go over a few housekeeping things now that you you know ridiculed Dan for his collecting of, of small it's Russian antiquities. You know what? It's not a ridicule. I'm really proud of what he's collected over time. Absolutely, it's, it's not. You know, that's a lot of fairs and craft shows you've got to attend. It's like somebody's knitting in our crowd. But no, uh, Rain's, uh, just a couple of housekeeping uh, things before we get into our, our lovely guest today, because I am excited and and I have been we've been waiting to have her on here. So mm -hmm, this is something. Indeed. We are looking for an intern here at Rain City Supercars, an editing intern. And um, we pay... Intern is French for free, just so <laughs> we're clear. Intern is French <laughs> for free. Um, and so we are looking for that. And we are still running our, our reviews contest. Um, we, uh, we will be, uh, at the end of March, we will be picking out a review and, and reading some of them online. And there will be a prize for the best review, uh, either on iTunes or on any of the other uh, wonderful places we are. But... Um, uh, we had w somebody that told us that, we, that Nick and Dan should start a drinking uh, game with this podcast. It's that good. I, you know, we, it, this, this podcast is a drinking game. If you've been here, if you've ever come to Driver's Club, been a member, and watched us record, it is a drinking team. A drinking game, I should say. Mm -hmm. It so. is unless you drive a school bus. Uh, Don't do it while you're driving a school bus. Who would ever want to drive a bus? Let's... Oh, you had to go there. Yeah, what was it? Like 30 seconds in, and you just went right for the jugular. I could have said okay. van. No, Okay, you know what? This is over. <laughs> <That's why. laughs> We're over. This is why we don't have nice things. So. <laughs> let, let's, I say we get on with our guests. I agree. Okay, so we are very excited for the one and only. This is a, a serious Porsche enthusiast, a fantastic, successful businesswoman, a racer. I want to say collector of Porsches because when you're at this level, you might as well be a collector. Shay Holscher, welcome Welcome to Rain City Supercars. Thank you. It's and a, treat a member to at be Drivers here. Club as well. Yes. So yes. Oh. We have been, if you've been here, we, we always, we broadcast 
on on the top level of drivers club, and we always look down on your collection or whichever cars you're not using at the time. I love that. I mean, uh, your, your I mean, right now it looks like between your spots, it looks like a rainbow between your G, your GT3 RSs and oh, I love that 911. The Targa. Is that your daily? It is my daily. Those it's are a little awesome. rare. Those are a little hard to get a hold of. They're rare. Yeah, and, and you're that, driving it daily. And that car is a really cool car because that was where they kind of like relaunched the old. You know, the old style of that car. And they put that cool silver hoop in it and made it look kind of old school. But new school, right? Yeah. New it's school. perfect. I and it's it. got Beautiful. all-wheel drive. So it's it's perfect. That's right. You were out driving it in the snow. I, I was. Yes. yes so, I was. So talk about that. How did it handle? I mean, it, for those that don't know, Seattle has been uncovering from, what, about six or 17 feet of snow? I mean, I'm not Dogs to exaggerate. Dogs and cats living together. Well, yeah. I mean, truth be told, it wasn't like I was out there driving when it was 10 feet. But yep. I was still out there driving when the roads got cleared, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. And it was great. I mm-hmm. mean, it's certainly a little bit lower than a you know SUV, but it's it's got a little drive. drive. It's yeah. awesome. But what I love about it is that you're driving it, right? Oh, yeah. So many people, as soon as they saw one snowflake drop out of the sky, everything went into hibernation. Oh yeah, no. And there's well, Shay racing through the freeway. <laughs> well, I don't know if I was racing, but I I definitely not. I mean, in order to be a good driver, I would think that usually good drivers are decent in the snow right because it's the same skill set so you just apply the same I skill always have sets. faith in the car it's the other people on the road that's that you're right that's, you're that's right. the biggest thing. but you know you're driving a bright yellow missile so i mean mm-hmm. exactly. people should be able to see you it is good well yeah. i love the fact that you guys have been here every monday night and you've been um enjoying our cars because the one thing that i am i love is i love to share my cars with other people and that's a great thing. Like I said, if, if you've been to Drivers Club and if you haven't, you need to come. But, I mean, the collection here, it, it is starting to – uh, Porsche has a, a large following here. Um, but uh, you're, you're the, the, the two that we always see here is your – and I don't want to say orange. What, what is the proper color? It's called Lava Orange. Lava Orange, your GT3 RS. And then your husband has a matching GT3 RS in – And his is Riviera Blue. Riviera Blue. And, yep. and they're – Gorgeous cars. Because if you love one car so much, you've got to get the exact (laughs) spec of another one. They're beautiful. They both race, so they got to have their own. Well, (laughs) that's the the greatest joy is being able to drive together on the track. I mean, there's nothing like that to be able to go out and play with the one you love. The greatest joy is beating Mm -hmm. him on the track. Come on. Well, actually, <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't say I beat him. Um, he's got a few years ahead of me. Right. And I choose, I choose, I mean, it's always a good bar and a benchmark to, to for, you know, doing time. But you know what? Our fun factor is not about doing the lap times. Our fun factor is the joy and the experience of playing. Sure. And I think that's what's made me a better driver. See, now this is what excites me about her being here. Because this is about the passion behind the driving. And oh I think gosh. that that's really neat. So, you know, it's it's kind of well known. Those that track, you kind of become one and you melt into your car and you melt into the experience. And that's what you're all about. You love the experience of driving the car and becoming one with it and racing it and tracking it. What got you? Like, what was the bug? What what got you going? Well, you know, it's 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 kind of it's interesting because I think there is something definitely very genetic about the sport, the passion, the love, the cars. I grew up in a car crazy, kind of a motorsports focused family, and my dad and even my mom always we, we always loved cars, and um, my dad had a beautiful, um, heavily breathed on, um, seventy three nine eleven that was very robust and took it all over Europe. And uh, interesting that that I'm kind of following a little bit in his footsteps, but he was very active and in, involved in the Porsche club and was an instructor and just a huge but a driver, not 
just just a driver's family. And then when I was really little, um, he raced. You'll love this. He raced go karts, and you're gonna love this. D- uh, you guys know who Dominic Dobson is. Absolutely, uh, Dominic, Dominic was, was on the podcast. I know weeks ago. that. Yeah. At Dominic yeah. Dobson was a kid, and I was a, a little tiny kid. So he was probably 13, and he was in the beginning of his his racing career. But he was racing with my dad back in the day before we moved to Chicago and I was with my sisters running around Thrasher's Corner like kids do playing with you know loved it so it it, it started there and and always had a passion for um, wanting to drive and I was in college I'll never forget this is crazy my dad bought a demolition it was a barracuda and had it gutted and we, I came home from school, and he he drove the car in the men's up in, in um, what's the track up in um, Monroe? I forget the name of it. It's and not a dirt track, is it? No, it's not a dirt track. Um, it's Evergreen Speedway, right? Oh, now. that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's at the Evergreen so, Fairgrounds. So, so I was like a sophomore in, in college, and I have never raced, but I, I was just fearless, and I went in powder puff. <laughs> and it was crazy. It was, but it was a demolition derby, like like getting through and like bumping, bumping and crashing. It's hilarious. So it was like the figure eight racing, like where you, where you merge at the middle kind of thing. Yes. Or? Okay. Yeah. So I mean, but it was. I I won't say that's what got me. Go into big it, or go home. But right. But I always, <laughs> but I always knew <laughs> they don't do that a lot with Porsches these days. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, they yeah, don't. No. But what I always knew that um, I, I always aspired. I always dreamt of getting a Porsche as an adult, and. Um, I finally bought one. I was able to buy one. I had the means to buy one in 2009. And literally, the, the rest is history. So I got the car. And, of course, got so the car. So what was your first Porsche? My first Porsche was a, ni- a 996 um, 2003 Cabriolet. Oh, wow. Okay. And is it? And um, gray seal. Seal gray, sorry. Seal gray. Sure. And isn't that a lot of, and I, and I think of the, I hate to say it, but the chick car, don't a lot of chicks love, like, cat cabriolets right and i mean it, it was a part i'm sure it's fine if you but say it if we say it people but, will offend but, people but, but you yeah. know <laughs> it's it's it, it was a great car she did use air quotes i know she did yeah, absolutely yeah, I, yeah, did. I, did, yeah, yeah. I did because it's just it's and i think i think it's not just a chick car but i even see people that are just buying the brand when they first get into the brand they think oh i might as well get a like a, a cabriolet a convertible right how great but it's it's not a real Porsche. I mean, it doesn't drive. It doesn't really drive like a a coupe, right? Well, I mean, I but don't it's think still, it, nothing still drives like a Porsche, right? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, what they say. True. It. Uh, speaking of that, one uh, just started up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you can hear that in the headphones, actually, Typical. a GT2 yeah, <laughs> RS, it, it beautiful, is. beautiful mm-hmm. car. So I mean, you you had the Cabriolet, and then let, let's kind of let's let's take a, a walk down the road of, of, the, of the Porsches you've owned and how you've gotten to where you are today. I have a really special story, and a lot of it has to do with my incredible life that I have with my my husband, who we have just an incredible life together. But I had my first Porsche, and we connected over the passion of Porsche and met at the racetrack. Oh, awesome. And um, interesting, in our past lives, we always, we had, we had partners in our past lives that were always measuring and monitoring the cost, the cars, and really didn't love not measuring like, the fun no mm-hmm. not me- there was there was no fun right so i'm sharing that piece with you because it's really important because basically we as a couple have gone crazy like we are living today like it's our last day and we laugh because and i'll tell you about our cars and the cars we've owned um and we own now but we laugh because we talk about 
our past lives, our spouses would turn over in their graves, although they're still alive, but they would die because we have just, we've gone crazy. So my first was the 996 um, Cabriolet, and then I was blessed enough to start driving at the track, and Kurt, who was my husband, his 996 GT3, and he had owned that since it was brand new, and in fact, that was a bit of a sad day. We just sold that car, and that, that was a our cars are like our, our children, very connected to them. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was the car that I really learned on, and it was great because you know, like all my all my buddies at track were like, "God, Shay, you're such a good driver." Because you know, there's no, there there all that car has is ABS. That's it. There's no nannies. Um, there's no traction control. It's it's you know it's it's very quintessential. And then um, when I got to be fast enough, and I kept saying to my husband, I said, "Baby." I'm, we're going to need two cars pretty soon because, <laughs> we, you know, we're going to need two cars because I'm just about to, you know, get into the advanced group. So then we bought um, a, the, a 997.2 RS, which was like the love of my life. <laughs> and um, that was kind of the, really yeah. the car that I felt like I went from on a scale driving from like a four to a, a nine. And that car was just, that car was incredible. And we just sold that car too so we we w- you know we're at a point and I'm, I'm getting through the, the rest of our cars so can't have them all and and to your point we're drivers we're not we may look like collectors you guys but we're not we no, no, love no, no. we love driving we, we w- love driving we, we went down jason and i went down to do a little photo shoot with shay and some of her products which we're going to talk about later and we were walking by her, her her daily and she goes i'm sorry it's dirty i'm like i'm sorry you're sorry you're driving your car <laughs> yeah. yeah nobody ha- you don't have to apologize here no no, so. no. yeah this that's is, true i love this is that where you get your street credit yeah. so when i when i mentioned the collector it's funny yeah. because you clearly drive your cars and that's it's there's Nothing better than having a collection of cars that you yeah. drive. There's the collector that they sit in the garage, they're garage queens or what have you, and no, they never see a mile. And then there's your cars that get used. And I, it's just, it, it warms my soul to, to be able to see that because there's so many of these amazing works of art that are built for doing what they do, and they never get a chance to really taste that flavor. Well, and you're all over that. Well, you know what, you guys, we we found, um, and it was it was really h- hard to sell those two cars. Uh, but what we found was we were not able to drive all the cars, and we wouldn't drive one car for literally three or four track days, and we get in it, and something be wrong with it. And it's like, ah, oh, like if if you're not driving these cars, they're not happy. Yep. These cars are meant. They're they're absolutely bulletproof. So the nine nine seven. Um, Dot two RS was the, I guess the fourth one, but we just sold that and the 996 GT3, and then um, we own now two. Uh, we call them the twins, and those are those are the that's the the lava orange and the Riviera blue. They're they're twins. Nine nine, they're a nine nine one dot one GT3 RSs, and um, we love those cars. That's, that's spouse we, goals we, right there. Like, I, it really we love amazing. those cars. You know, like you said, Jason, if you, if you love the car enough, why not buy another one? Yeah, I, I mean, love it. That's just. And you know what, you guys, you're gonna you're gonna die when I tell you this. Um, we really we've never been we've never been turbo people. Neither of us have aspired to own a turbo. That being said, um, we are lucky enough to have gotten allocation for the GT2 RS, 
which um, we have, and of course she's not here right now. It's down in California, and I haven't driven that car enough. We just drove, we broke it in. It's got braking miles. We we launched it with the next car that I'm going to talk about at the track, and because it was so wildly different than the race car, we just kind of said, no, let's just focus on the race car. That car, though, it's it's a turbo and it's different. It's different than the nationally aspirated cars, and I, and I can't wait to get comfortable in that car and drive it at speed on the track, and then maybe we have a different conversation about it, but. I'm saying this because I still look at those cars behind me and <laughs> those cars. We're going to take a quick break because when we come back, we want to talk about more about the GT2 and your brand new okay. baby, <laughs> the newest, your newest child, as we'll say. Um, but uh, we'll be back right after this. Awesome. We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens, laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back. Had to take a Rainier break as usual. So, uh, Shay, before the break, uh, you were starting to talk about your GT2 and the newest baby, which is your new GT3 Cup MR car. Can you kind of give our listeners a little bit of an insight? Like you ordered both of those cars right around the same time, and the, the Cup car was being built here at the Porsche. The um, well, I'm sorry. My, I'm that, that's, it's, you tell the story. It, it, it's, it's an interesting story. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the, the GT2 RS was, um, we were blessed enough to have received an allocation from Porsche to get one. Um, so we just thought, oh my God, this is a special car. This is, they're all talking, this is the car, this is the car. If we can get one, let's just go for it. And we love our GT3 RSs so much. We're like, let, why not? And if we don't like it, we can sell it and probably sell it for a lot more money than what we bought it for, right? So we were, you know, we've been waiting for that, that car for a year. Um, waiting is super, super, super excited. Like we are with all of our cars, just dying, hopping from foot to foot. So we go to, we're, we're going to get the car um, waiting for it. It was, was going to be delivered, and Porsche is always very good about their timeliness, and it was, it was delivered exactly when it was going to be delivered, which is November of 2018. And um, we are such diehard Porsche fanatics, we always go to Rensport Reunion, which is down at um, Laguna Seca. And, of course, we went to it this year in September. And um, we're there, and Porsche had these four of these brand-new cup cars that were displayed at Rensport. And I have always said to Kurt, if we could, a dream for me would be able to buy a brand new cup car from Porsche, a brand new factory race car, not one that's been burnt down and rebuilt and all tweaked up. And I've driven several, I should say several, two that friends have bought that have been raced and been crashed and they're just, they're just a mess. And I just thought, what would it be like to have a brand new, brand new race car from Porsche? Not a street car, but a race car. So, lo and behold, we see this drop dead to die for gorgeous white cup car, um, and it's a very special cup car because it's um, and and it, it's called the Cup, the GT3 Cup Car MR, and MR stands for Manti Racing, and Manti Racing is a very very famous. They are the dominating race team in Europe that 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 races 
that um, tweaks Porsches and wins and all most of all the really good Porsche factory race car drivers come from anti-racing. And oh, by the way, we learned through this process is 51% of Manti racing, if you didn't know, is owned by Porsche. Porsche AG. How convenient. Uh, yeah, so, I did not know that. Keep so it in-house. They, <laughs> so they, so, the, so the, our car that we ordered from Porsche is basically a car that Manti Racing has been um, racing for, for years in Europe. And the world has been begging to, to, to get their hands on these cars. And the car that we all know here is either the um, the regular cup car or the the M the the R, which is you know the higher up, and then the the big one is the is the GT3 Cup RSR, yes. which is the the big guy that only um, AG Porsche factory works drivers um, race. So when we saw this car, this car is basically a Manti Racing Cup car that has all these modifications, has this gigantic kit downforce package. Huge wheel wells, more rubber, more downforce. We ordered it with um, ABS, traction control, just to make it as safe and as fun as possible. So do they do they build it in, in, so in Germany and then ship it here? So here's, it how, here's what they do. So they, 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 so they build, it's a, norm, it's a normal cup car. It's born as a normal G3 cup car. Germany ships so There's anything it. normal about a GT3 yeah, cup yeah. car, but yeah, other than yeah, that, yeah. GT3 so the cup cars just are just all over just the place. Normal, yeah, they're yeah. just well, driving well, a dozen, I know. <laughs> so, so, they send, so they send the car to uh, Motor, Porsche Motorsports North America, which is located in Carson, California, and it's a part, it's, it's not really a part of, but it shares the same roof as the, the PEC, which is the Porsche Experience Center, and, but, but it's all divided with a glass. It's a separate company. So the separate company lives within, and you look, and there's all, it's just like this, all these glass walls, and you look, and it's, all, it's, it's where they rebuild all the cup cars. they got the dyno there, and they, they I've seen receive. photos of it from Internet people and things like that. So yeah. if you order a normal cup car from Porsche, it goes there. Okay. So what they did was then Mate basically sends in this ginormous pile of parts that they, they basically take our car, they take off all the parts and pieces, all the wheels. They cut the bigger wheel wells. They 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 retrofit it. They do the suspension. Every, there's a lot of things different on this car, and then they put all the Manti pieces on it, and it's it's a GT3 Cup MR. And now it's heaven. And it's well, I was it's following her on Instagram, and I, yes. they were down there watching the build go. And I'm just, it's like you could eat off the floor. It's at, awesome. I mean, it's Absolutely. gorgeous. Like it's it's so, you know what Porsche is just ah, oh, it's just. That's why I love the brand so much. So cool. Talking like about brand so loyalty. Cool. Huh? It was like NASA oh rolling out this car. Oh, my God. Much. Even So they basically take the car and they like take – they basically – take everything out. It's like a tub. They even have like the engine on a little – on a little stand with a little – like a little uh, – a, a little tea cozy thing. I mean, everything is just like can't get any dust in there. Over the top, right? So, so you took you, you you took delivery of this and you 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 broke in your GT2 and then shipped it down to thermal, so, correct? Right. So so it was it was just crazy. So we're at Rensport and Kurt's like, oh my god, we have to have one of these cars. I'm like, oh, but the timing's terrible. We're getting our GT2 RS RS like in two months. It's terrible timing. And so we're you know we're talking to the Porsche salesperson. She's awesome. Her name's Megan, and she works for be my dream job. Oh, I can't imagine selling cup cars. So <laughs> she's a salesperson for Motorsports, Porsche Motorsports North America. So she's the person that every single racer that races in IMSA or World Challenge or wherever they race buys their their, their cup cars from Porsche. And I'm just like, 
this is terrible timing for us. We're getting this brand new DG2RS. Can we just can we just push this out a little further and like, well, you know, we're only going to make this car as long as they make this generation of the it's a 991.2 GT3. So it's the it's the second generation. So it's a newer generation and once those those tubs are gone, then there's usually a two-year dry period between the next generation. So right now, they just launched the 992. We won't, probably won't see a cup car for at least four years, is my guess. So there's always a dry period at Porsche between the generations. So the cup car is always the last thing that comes, or like a GT2 RS, or like a GT2 RS, or whatever it is. So we're just like, and she basically said, if you want one, you need to order one now. Sounds like a horrible thing for yeah. someone to say to you. Good sales technique, though. <laughs> yeah, like, if you want one now, <laughs> oh, okay, I want one. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, and she's telling the story, and I want one. Oh my god, <laughs> oh, I'm it, sold. it just, it's yeah. just, it's just, it, it, it's incredible. I mean, it's, it is, um, and and having gone down to be a part, I, when I was down there for business, I took my team in tow and went and, you know, we, you saw the stuff on Instagram yep. and Facebook and sharing all the, the car, how it's, you know, we're lo- I'm looking at it, we're looking at the parts and pieces. And the, the, the techs for Porsche are amazing. And the lead tech, his name is Derek, kept saying, Shay, I know you've driven a lot and I know you've driven GT3 RSs and I know you have a GT2 RS, but those are street cars. This is a race car. And I just thought, oh, I got this, I got this, I got this, right? <laughs> like, I, I got this. Even though you get inside the, the, the cabin and it's so overwhelming because nothing looks like our street car. It's basically this, this toy wheel that reminds me of what I have on Forza. And it has, <laughs> it has all these funny, funny switches. There's no key. Um, and, and then, of course, the dash is like this big computer game, right? <laughs> yes. Which I, I still have a, a lot to learn. I just... But Seating position's a little different, But getting too. in it and this yeah. ginormous halo around your head, and then you've got, you know, your, it's just this big seat, and you've got the nets. It's, it feels a tiny bit claustrophobic, and, um, but getting in that thing and started. And then, and then what's really great is it's a racing dog box. So it's not like our street cars. It's, it's violent, and it's rough when it shifts, but it's fast, and it's loud. And um, we checked Every single box Jason on that and I car. Jason, I'm grinning from ear to ear, and I just I'm huh? loving it. You guys, wait tell to, me more. W- wait till you more. hear it. So we we ordered. The reason that car sounds so freaking awesome is we ordered the Super Cup exhaust. I don't know if you know about that. It's a series of um, Porsches, and it's from Europe. Again, Manti Racing, and it's a special exhaust, and it's loud. I think it's really just a defibrillator, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Although, you know what's so weird is the car is. The, ca- the inside of a race car is, is so loud and it's so mechanical. I don't get the joy of hearing the exhaust like I do in my street car with our RSs because it's like music. But in the race car, all you hear is the crazy loud clankety clank and the everything's rough and loud Ugh. and kind of violent. But as a by by like sounds not, beautiful to me. That, that's like my kind of orchestra. Yeah, really. I was gonna say. But yeah. when I'm out watching and listening, and you guys saw the all the videos, oh, yeah, I've, oh, yeah. I've over like and over and over people with the videos, but. The sound is so intoxicating. I'm obviously a follower of you on Instagram, and I've been watching a few of your videos. And one thing I noticed on uh, on your cup car is that there's like a string of lights. There's some lights underneath that. What is that? What is that all about? So that's f- that's for racing at night. But yeah. it looks so cool. We have them on all day. I'm like, plus with the pictures. Right. She's so awesome. So this but is something you could take it like the 24 hours so, of so or, or, or Sebring yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So okay. we would race it like we've talked about doing even like 
a pretty popular race when we get to the point we're comfortable is do like even Thunder Hill, which is a big one. Mm -hmm. That's a really common one, right? Mm -hmm. So we probably need three drivers. So it'd be me and Kurt. And Jason. somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you have a you have a, a wonderful career in, in 24 Hours of Lemons, I think. So yeah, yeah. That's fun. Do you? It's so fun. Oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's I a bet. lot of fun. You come out of that thing losing about seven pounds, but it's amazing. I bet that's a hoot. <laughs> it is. It's a riot. It's so funny, you guys, because you know you you kind of have to keep things in perspective when you have a race car, even though this crazy race car is ridiculously expensive and and it's a race car, right? So I can't fuss over like a little chip in the, the it's got its massive skirt on it did you you've seen the skirt oh absolutely oh, yeah. yeah it's like the and that's part of the whole downforce package oh the other thing that's so cool about the car is and we'll we will definitely invite you when we bring it up and have a party with it but the downforce is so amazing because the bottom of our car is smooth unlike other cars it's totally sealed flat is it a sealed body pan is that what they call it yeah Underpan? and then and then the back has a just huge diffuser. The grip and the and the braking is is so addictive, and the G's because you're so stuck. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's amazing. I mean, so I don't want to use the um, the cliche term of sh of switching gears for a second, yeah. but I kind of want to. <laughs> okay, good. Um, because I'm hearing a lot of really interesting themes about what you're talking about. Um, like when you first picked up the car, it was, hey, this is this is not your typical car. This is a race yeah. car. Kind of like, yeah. hey, hey, be careful. First of all, let me be clear about something. You are no joke. So you you know, the fact that you call yourself a novice makes me kind of chuckle a little bit. It's kind of like, oh, you know, I mean, I've operated on a few people. I mean, it's brain surgery, yeah. but you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive. It's really well, impressive. thank you. You're it, underselling yourself. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? You yeah. know what? And maybe I'm underselling myself in the world of maybe race cars, right? Because now I'm in a different, now I'm in a new league and my eyes have been so open. It's like, wow. I mean, it's, it's different, right? It is. But you're right. I am a really good driver at the track. I'm a really good driver. I'm a fast driver. I'm a good driver. I'm an instructor. I love, love turning people on to the sport. Um, but it's so, it's just different. So that's what I want to talk about a little bit, actually. Cause that's one of the things that's really intrigued me about you is the fact that, um, Without stating the obvious, you're a female yeah. driver, yeah. and uh, you know, and the what? times that I've been, I know, I know, the times that I've been on the track, you know, it's just there's just like this mindset, you know, of just yeah. like, oh, everybody's just a male driver, everybody's yeah. fast, and they're they're men, and, and whatever, and it's just a, it's um, it's not a reality, yeah, and um, and so you've had to break through a lot of barriers mm -hmm. as it relates to, oh my gosh. racing in surrounded by. By testosterone, men. Testosterone. male yeah. dominated. Exactly. I, right. You guys, yeah. I when when I first came to the track, um, as it is for anybody, female or male, it's really intimidating. Oh my god, like everything about it. Like you drive in this freaking huge piece of pavement. Where do you park? All your stuff. I mean, everything about the sport is not intuitive, and being female um, and not having like buddies to hang out with, right? So I. I knew, and and lucky I've, I've also been, which seems odd because I'm in a very, very, you'd think a very female-dominated industry because I'm in the beauty industry and that's my whole career, but yet all of the people at my level are all men, which is bizarre because I work in a, I mean, if you look at the, the, the baseline of what feeds me, which are stylists in a salon, the majority of stylists are women. They're not men. And they're the ones that are driving and feeding us in the industry. So one of the things that I always knew that when I first got in the sport was I was I had a burning passion to be able to 
um, do something that, that we could attract women and get women involved in the sports and not make it such a, stu sorry, stupid male, testosterone, competitive, dominated sport. And it is. And I can tell you, because I'm a fast driver, and guys don't like it when chicks chick has a hot car and she passes them. I actually think it's amazing when that happens. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't like I love it when it. Nick I mean, passes I mean, yeah, me. Yeah, but well. when anybody, you know, I mean, seriously. Well, I, I used to have longer hair. He thought I was a girl. Uh, it's <laughs> I still do. But <laughs> I love that. You guys you know. are awesome. I <laughs> no, I, I, I think it's wonderful because I think you guys are breaking through something that, I mean, to me, when I think of the perfect race car driver, I think of somebody light and nimble. I do not think of a guy. <laughs> like, you, we were joking earlier, and you were talk yeah. we were talking, it, it, what the viewers can't see, and they will see in their photos, is she's sitting here in her brand new Porsche race suit. And, and we were laughing about me trying to find a race suit. And I said, yeah, I can't find one. I, she goes, oh, you can find one. I said, yeah, I just can't find a car to get into. <laughs> it's 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 it It seems to me, natural that women are getting these sports. I mean, and we have seen the breakthrough stars, you know, the Danica Patricks, yep. which I don't think have, she's really done a lot for the sport, to be honest. But I love this. I think it's – it's because you're very passionate about it. You're not just passionate while you're driving. You're very passionate no, often. You're very involved in the Porsche Club here and putting on and putting on the, the track events and, and really bringing people into the – not only just men, but women into the, into yeah. the industry. You're a big part of Bella Corsa here yep. at Driver's Club yep. with Amanda, who we love. I mean – Technically, Amanda's our executive producer now, so she I mean, we, is. we she have is to put that AP. in there. So, yeah, yeah. So. I, I love that. Yeah, and you sponsor a lot of uh, like women driving events that well, go back I, to women's shelters. I, yeah. I, um, I, one of my dreams was to, as like it became DE chair for the Porsche Club, um, seven, six years ago, I wanted to have a women's only day. And um, lucky for the Porsche Club, we're a nonprofit, so it's not like I ha things have to pencil, right? Unlike a performance race school, things like that. But I always knew I wanted to have a women-only day that could bring women in, come to the track, no judging. No, they could be completely f comfortable. They can drive as slow as they want to go, and there's no pressure. Because it's really – our days are intense. We have fast cars fast drivers it's a it's hard and, and we only have three run groups on a normal day so if you're a brand new novice driver it can be very intimidating so i'm really proud to say you guys um we've done three three women's events women only in our in our series and our 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 uh, season's just about to open in about a month but it was sold out last year and Congratulations. i have yep. never seen so many tears hooping and hollering. It's like my husband always says, we're down at Thermal right now. And there's a, I get out of the car and I'm just like, I get out and I'm just like screaming like, yes, <laughs> yes, it was so much fun. I mean, men don't do that. But at a women's day, the hugs, the high fives, the energy. It's just, it's like, oh, it's so contagious. I don't know. I'm a hugger. When I get out of a race yes, car, I'm are. hugging That's everybody. That's awesome. Technically, you <laughs> hug everybody when you come out of the bathroom. It's but not, yeah. You know, it's, you're, you're right, actually. That is a point. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Oh, gonna wash yay, your hands. Yay, me. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. So, I mean, one thing that we're really proud about, the fact that you're driving the sport and you're bringing diversity to yeah. a, a sport that is much needed for diversity. Because... Imagine if you just kind of fell into the oh well you know what never mind we'll just let we'll Status let the boys quo. have this thing yeah and I mean you're you're changing the entire game for everybody and yeah. and it, it's respected it's loved you know it's so it's one great. of those things that um, you know anybody who's truly an enthusiast a driver a racer whether you're a novice whether you're a pro anybody who has the right mindset is embracing this because you show up and you bring a trail of respect with you. 
and the, the women's events, the driving events that you do, the the um, sponsoring the events where you give back to women's shelters, that the stuff that you do there, that's huge. You're you're basically showing, hey, look, not only am I faster than you, but I actually have a heart that comes with me. And that's the true spirit of track days, racing, of why we do what we do while right. we're sitting here in this beautiful lounge and driver's club. And there's, we're surrounded by all these beautiful cars and we, we just want to hang out with them. I know. That's so it's, it's just, it's such a pleasure to be able to you. have this conversation with you. And, it's, and, and your passion is ridiculous. Like, I can't wait to see this cup car when it gets here. I what can't is, wait for you to see there. What's taking so long? Get it up here. Well, we're gonna we're probably not gonna bring it up until our season's kind of done down there. So once once the season's done, most likely it'll be in the summer, which is perfect. And um, unfortunately, because it's a race car, there's a lot more involved to drive it. I really thought I mean, it's, it's a joke. I said to my husband, "Oh, come on, can't we just put like regular air in the tires? Why do we have to put up in the jacks? Why do we have to do this and that?" And it's like, okay, now I know. It's just it's a different animal, right? So I had big visions of being able to take it to the track all the time and driving it. I don't think we will. I mean, I think we'll bring it up. We'll have a party with it. We'll do one track day with it, and um, you have to guys have to come down and visit us at Thermal. Uh, yes, please. That sounds wonderful. You're all, you guys yeah. are all invited. It's an awesome place. You're all invited. That would be amazing. That is an amazing place to. You're always invited. I got to drive a P1 on the on their airstrip right outside Thermal one time. You that's did? Yeah. Oh, awesome. That track, though, I mean, is incredible. I mean, and, and now there's has, three is BMW circuits. Still based, is yes. BMW still based there? BMW okay. has their experience yeah. center, and yeah. it's super cool. And they they have. Um, all, it's great because they usually have one track, and then they have the other two. They choose two other circuits. They, they put them together for the members, and they, they mix it up. So like this weekend we were there, one day was one circuit, and the next day was a different circuit. And that's, it's neat because it, it's challenging you different ways. I mean, I, I don't I, – I, when I was down there, like I said, when we were flying over, I think they only had the one circuit at the time. Like wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Like 2014, Many, right? many moons ago. Yeah. <laughs> you should so. see it now, you guys. It's amazing. Well, this is this is like like you said, this sport is appealing to more and more people. Yep. I mean, male, female, yep. and it's growing, which is great. The drivers' club is a good at representation. I mean, yep. look at, look at the tracks we have up here. I know it's awesome. I really look forward to seeing that car. It's just so it's so so neat. I have to ask, what's your favorite track down in California? Mm -hmm. You know, my favorite track in California. Why's it got to be in California? Just would probably be Sonoma. Yes, <laughs> I knew <laughs> that's yeah, going to be. That's why I, I can do that track with my eyes closed. That's such a great it track. On Forza. It's my favorite track. I have the such most awesome fun on that track awesome more track. than anything else. That's an awesome track. Mm -hmm. I'm always looking for an experience. As soon as I find out it's on Sonoma, it's like, how, where do I sign up? Such I, a great track. It is. It's awesome. It is great. I was curious if you were going to go with Thunder Hill. I was, wasn't sure if you were going to go with Laguna Seca. I'd say, I'd say Sonoma. Yeah. Fantastic. Laguna's getting harder and harder to race at because people around it don't like the noise. We are going to Dominic Dobson's speed days on the 18th and 19th. We're going to take the we're going to take the GT2RS and we're going to take um, the MR to that event. No 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 noise restriction. Hence Maybe. we're going. Well, when it comes to Dominic Dobson, there's usually not any noise restrictions. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> especially the way he likes to talk. Yeah, I mean, so what what what's in the future? What I mean, where are you going? You know, this is such an interesting time that you asked me that question tonight and today. I feel there's a really interesting transition that's going to happen with where I'm at with the cars and driving. Owning a race car is, is uh, I know I keep going back to the whole race car thing. It's just, it's really different. I think, it, I think it's going to give um, me an opportunity to, to maybe go out and race. I, I mean, real, I mean, I, I really race, Truly right? become a race car driver. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think, I think it could. 
Well, you've got the heart, you've got the passion, the spirit, and the oh skills gosh. behind it. I mean, literally all you need is a piece of paper to say, let's do this. I know, I know. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we'll kind of wrap it up. We awesome. really appreciate you being here, but uh, we'll take one quick here. break. Thank you. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. Um, Shay, thank you so much for coming in. Your stories are incredible. We really look forward. I hope you will come back and share with us after you've become, a, well, a race car driver. I mean, well, you say you're a novice now, but I think you're a little bit more than a novice. Right. <laughs> I, I don't even want to go as far as saying when you become. Oh, as wait, far as no. I'm concerned, you're professional, there. A professional so race car driver. You guys are so nice. When you, know. you start getting up on your podium and Nick and I are going, we know her. We know her. Aww. Yeah. We were one of her first interviews. Right. <laughs> Remember us? Remember us? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So we really thank you for coming, and thank you for always displaying your beautiful cars here and, and showing people that you can take uh, beautiful cars out in the snow and, and have a wonderful time with them. Thank you. Well, it's been my pleasure, and I really hope that I am invited back. This is so cool that you guys are doing this. I mean, it's just it's amazing that you're taking the time to build this great community that we all live in and the passion for we have a great car culture where we live. You know, Dan, Dan kind of coined the phrase for us, the fact that we're, we're a car show about people. And we want, we want people to know not just the, necessarily the cars you drive, but the person that's driving them, because I think that kind of tells you a better story than necessarily. It does. You know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people out there that drive Porsches. There's a lot of people out there that drive McLarens, but getting to know the story behind it. So we really appreciate you taking oh, time. Oh, I love so. that. Um, uh, for our listeners, stay tuned. Uh, we've got our Avant section coming up. But thank you for coming thank in. Thank you. Awesome, you guys. Thank you. And we're back with our new segment uh, brought to our new sponsor, uh, brought to you by our new sponsor, Avance. Adam, thank you for joining us yet again. Thank you for having me. I'm uh, happy to be here once again. Nice to see you again, Jason. It's always good to see you. Yeah. I have to say something before we get started. Avance really paid off this week as my membership. I uh, was getting the car done at Authentic Motor Cars, and, and which is a partner of Avance, and they have a wonderful program discount there. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. Of course. Um, you know, what, what kind of, a, you know, uh, this next weekend, what's coming up with Avance? Uh, this weekend, we have uh, slot car racing, which oh, I mentioned fun. in the previous episode, but this it's coming up, so it will be on Saturday on the 9th. The 9th, uh, yeah, tomorrow. So, yeah, there's a place down in Tacoma which does slot car racing, so we're going to be doing that. It should be because pretty Because why not? <laughs> because it's a good sort of wintertime activity for car enthusiasts. So, so that that's coming up. Uh, and then uh, the following weekend, we have a ride and drive at Soto Moto uh, in Soto. And it's basically an opportunity to come drive a bunch of wacky right-hand drive cars. So that should be a lot of fun as Still well. Still going to a chiropractor for the last time I drove a right-hand drive car. That's really you in any car, though. I mean, every Truthful. car I've ever seen you get out of, it's, oh, i got to go get my back checked. Yep. Even the big limousines. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> I have a bad back. Carriages. Nice. I um, mean, and I will. Can I mention two uh, partnerships that we recently signed? You can because this is your section. Okay. So you can mention anything you'd like. <laughs> okay. Because uh, a lot of track discussion today on today's episode. So I thought I'd mention one of our track partners that we just did a deal with, Turn 2 Lapping. So Turn 2 does a bunch of days down at the Ridge Racetrack. And so we just did a partnership with them where Avance members get 10% off at uh, Turn 2 Lapping Days. So that's pretty exciting stuff. Excellent. So that will save you even more money. 
Yeah, they don't allow me on the track that much. But, you know, for obvious reasons. The Triumph? uh, Oh, you know, that's that's (laughs) – no seatbelts and no roll cage. What could happen? (laughs) Right. What could possibly happen? It's a win-win, really, Nick. It's a win-win for the rest of the world. You know, one thing that I want to call out is the fact that, um, you know, and you and I have talked about this a couple of times, is that how connected you are in the industry. Those that don't know about Avance, it's – you've got to check them out. Because they're connected in everything. I mean, as soon as you become a member, all of a sudden you've got this connection to anything and everything as it relates to automotive, from tech days to track days or whatever, what have you. There's just something always going on. It's um, I don't know of any other organization that is as connected as you are. I mean, I, I it's amazing all of the different car-related activities that are out there, whether it's activities or whether it's partners. I mean, it is... It is crazy. Another partner that we just signed up, Performance Coatings in Auburn. So they do all of these like hot rod, like ceramic coatings for exhaust manifolds and sort of high temperature stuff in your engine bay. Uh, Been around forever, huge in kind of the hot rod space, right? But uh, a lot of the kind of the, I don't know, Euro tuner guys don't really know about them. But obviously... You know, there's a lot of performance parts, obviously Porsche headers, BMW headers, et cetera. CTSV, like, you know, a lot of guys are buying headers for their big V8s and stuff. So um, anyway, it was interesting talking to them because they traditionally are focused more on kind of the hot rod scene, but they're starting to do a lot more for kind of the European kind of cars as well. So again, there's just so many different partners out there that, I mean, every time I think like I know all of the places out there, Somebody will mention something, and I'll go kind of down that rabbit hole, and oh my gosh, there's a whole different industry there. So, mm-hmm. well, one thing that uh, is, I mean, you are clearly the connective tissue that brought everything together. You know, I remember when I first became a member myself, and I even jumped on your Facebook page. It was just there was so much going on and so much connectivity that you could tell that it was a huge gap in the Pacific Northwest specifically as it relates to the industry, what's going on out there. It was it was the answer to all things that people were trying to look Jason for Jason looks for large gaps. So, I mean, that's, you know. <laughs> I do. I do indeed. <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, I, I, I do help people kind of find what they're looking for, whether that's, you know, I'm, I'm interested in this one particular topic and finding other people that are interested in that topic or whether it's I need something done. Where can I find a good place to take my car to do X, Y, Z? Um, I, I do feel like, I don't know, I enjoy that. It's kind of a matchmaking thing. I kind of like, you know, people reach out to me all the time on Facebook Messenger. Hey, I got this. I need this. Where can I get this? Where can I get that? And, and it's, it's just fascinating because, as I said, there's so many different unique things that people are looking for that hopefully I can help them find the, you know, the business that, that, that works for them. And I don't get paid by these businesses. That's not the model at all. It's, it's a more, more consumer membership program. So all I do is try to help that person find the, the place that's, you know, best suited for them, whether that's, you know, the shop next door or, Hey, they want to save a few bucks and want to drive down to Auburn or, you know, wherever. Um, that's, that's kind of what I'm here. Mm-hmm. Well, and you're at every event. I, I don't even know how you have time for this. I just saw you, what, yesterday, two days ago? He, he has at, twin girls. At, Any chance to get out of the house? Yeah, so <laughs> at Peter Gleason's collection. And sure enough, of course you're there, right? I mean, I can't imagine being at any collection where you're not there. So I, Yeah, I sleep there. So that's <laughs> part of the collections now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You are. It's just much easier. Well, I mean, Adam, uh, yeah, once Thank again, you. we're really glad to have you on board with Rain City Supercars. Thanks for coming in. Um, if our, you know, For people that are new listeners, this is going to be a weekly segment we're going to be doing. 
Um, and I also want to talk to our listeners, as this comes out on National Women's Day, and that's one of the reasons we brought Shay in, we are really looking for more female influencers in the automotive world. So if you are interested in being a guest or know someone you would like to hear as a guest, we're really starting to, we're trying to open up the doors. Please email us at info at Rain City Supercars. Um, Jason, thank you so much for sitting in for Dan. Um, do you have any inter- more interesting facts you'd like to share about Dan before we take this out? Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, it's funny that you bring that up. I mean, I've only... Dan only gave me a couple of things, and um, you know, and there are a few things he didn't want me to talk about, like his time when he used to dance in a cage. He said, don't bring that up. But there was one time that he said that, well, did you know that Dan is like the 2002 through 2007 hacky sack champion? I mean, I, I never knew that about Dan. I mean, this is, he, it's funny how he thinks, you, how he you're works. You're talking about the, the ages when he was Dan Hemp Man Putnam? Oh, oh, that's oh, right. Well, yes. he used to sew hemp sweaters. Oh, but of course. That was, yeah, that yeah. was impressive as well. In the shape of swans. Yeah. It's, yeah swans. You know, he's such a modest, you know, I tell you what, if you ever have an opportunity, ask about when he went on tour in Japan with his hacky sack team. I mean, he, he's well known for getting a bunch of guys oh, together. You're talking and, about the sack boys. Yeah. Well, he, it's funny. He says that he likes to get a bunch of guys together every once in a while and they kick his beanbag around. It's, it's. It's pretty impressive. I'm not going to lie. He's got trophy after trophy. I mean, I know that not very many people know this outside of his inner circle, but, I mean, he's got a trophy room, and it's just he's got the golden sack. That's impressive. I mean, who has that? Nobody can take a kick to the sack like Dan No, I'm really impressed. We all know that. And you know what? And I didn't think that he was going to ever, like, overcome the despair from not making it. Remember when he did the tryouts for the uh, NHL for uh, three teams, actually, for their mascot? And he actually did get, from what I understand, he got a callback. But if it wasn't for that dang background thing, I think he would have been fine. He probably would have landed that. He he, he actually got the callback from the Calgary Flames. He would have been a flame. It was impressive. So, you know what? Again, a lot of people outside of Dan's inner circle don't really know. But Dan is... um, He's quite the traveler. It's, he's he's quite someone a, special. He is. It's, it's he's really in great. the Emerald Isles right now. Lord knows what he's doing. So, well, Oh, I know why he's there, because he collects porcelain unicorns. And so he's actually over there touring craft shows right now. If, 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 those that haven't seen Dan's apartment as well, he's got a room that is dedicated to just unicorns. A huge fan. He's, uh, he likes to uh, kind of just collect them for the, I think he calls it the uh, mystical powers. I don't know. I'm not really into it. It's something that he picked up when he used to do Hemp Fest. But uh, it's impressive. You know what? We really, we really do appreciate what Dan has grown into. I agree, and I really appreciate you taking the time to get to know Dan before you came in and, and, and filled in for this. So You're thank welcome. you again, Jason. Uh, glad to be here. But uh, for Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Jason. And as Dan always says, I love unicorns, hockey sacks, and don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>